And the NHL has announced their national broadcast schedule and going to the Western Conference Finals and having an elite goal scorer, an elite defenseman, and an elite goalie will give you 12 games. And uh, that's impressive because you look at the Boston Bruins, who were the class of the class in the regular season, and they got 13. So they're up there with Vegas, Boston, as far as number of national games. And uh, I think that's a, a, a massive tip of the cap that the NHL and ESPN and TNT are saying, we want the Dallas Stars on our channel. It is. It's and it's it's always funny, right? Whenever these these schedules come out and everything, and it's not just the Dallas fan base. It's I see it for fans across across the sport, right? It's always funny. It comes out and it's like the damned if you do, damned if yep. you don't reaction where it's like, there's like, oh no, they're taking away my broadcasters or, <laughs> oh no, they, they like, it's, it's, it, it, it we're, we're not respected enough. And I actually think the stars actually may have the perfect balance where you're still going to get uh, 70 games of your local broadcast. You're still going to get, uh, you're, you're still going to get that. And then you're still going to get some national love too. And, um, I think it's uh I think it's a good fit and uh it is it is a testament to the stars have are an exciting team they play a more exciting style now and I think from the American broadcast perspective when you've when you got a core that's built around Jason Robertson an American kid from California Jake Ottinger an American kid from Minnesota and um it definitely helps your pull with uh the ESPNs and the Turners of the world. And uh, that that's good, right? Like you want to be, that keeps you as part of the conversation that puts you in more of the national conversation. And it is, it also by kind of, uh, it, it does connect. It's, you want Miro Hishkin to win that Norris trophy? Yep. You gotta, you, he's gotta be seen he's got to be seen more often by the general hockey writer and um, the general hockey writer, just to kind of give you an idea of how a, ho- a general hockey writer's viewing typically goes. And I'm talking about the general writer. I'm not talking about I'm, I'm the guy, because the, the people who vote for awards for the, the Norris and the heart and stuff like that, they're, they're writers. And some of them are national writers, but most of them are, are beat writers covering their particular team. And to give you an idea of how their typical life schedule works, you really only pay attention to the team that you cover all the time, day to day. That's just the reality of it. That's how you, to be an expert on the Pittsburgh Penguins, you have to pay only attention to the Penguins most of the time. And, but the NHL is set up well where Wednesday nights, there's that showcase. And that's when you kind of sit back and be more of a fan and stuff like that. And, same thing with the, the Saturday afternoon game, occasional and stuff like that. So the more the Dallas Stars are in those showcase marquee games, the more Miro Heiskanen's night-to-night brilliance will be seen by the voting populace. And I, I it would be a fascinating study, Gavin, to see if anyone's ever won the Norris um, on a team that didn't get many national TV games in the modern era. It would be a fascinating thing to look at because I think it has 
I don't think I, I'd be, I would be I would love to kind of look to look into that, but I don't really know how I could. But that's that's a random idea that popped into my head right yeah, now. And this no. is why we do this podcast. So, yeah, a- absolutely. <laughs> so I would say to you, Stars fans, this is a really good thing. And mm-hmm. if announcers come to town, I understand if they get a mispronunciation. It's OK. Yeah. Just, it's OK, folks. Don't worry about it. You're on national TV. You know who else fought to be on national TV? The Golden State Warriors. They don't have to fight anymore. Merch mm-hmm. off the chain. You know, yeah. they won the championships. So if well, the stars can continue to do what they do and the prospects are coming, I mean, we're talking about the building blocks are there and you can clearly see that the NHL, ESPN, TNT, slash ESPN streaming, slash Hulu, Everyone realizes the Dallas Stars are somewhat becoming a team of interest nationally. It's a beautiful thing. It it really is. Now, the other complaint people are going to have is people have to realize that this is the central time zone because there are some late games. I understand Mm -hmm. what you're saying. But when you break it down, 8.30 p.m. home start, same thing happens to the Mavericks. Vegas Golden Knights at Dallas Stars. People need to realize that's a couple of reasons. One, there's going to be an East Coast game first. And then second, if you ha- you have to cater to the Stanley Cup, defending Stanley Cup champions market as well. So 8.30 is a 6.30 start in Vegas. So that's why they do that. So it, it, it makes sense on that level. Uh, Dallas Stars at Colorado Avalanche once again because of the time zone. That's an 8.30 start, and uh, they have another one. This one uh, at Colorado Avalanche at 9 p.m., and then the Wednesday, April 17th, which will be one of the final games of the year, St. Louis Blues at Dallas Stars, 8.30. That's a little tough to swallow, Um, but hopefully that comes down. Well, hopefully the Stars are in command of a playoff position on on, uh, April 17th, right, Sean? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but you, you know, we, hope, we, we hope so. Yeah. We can't complain. I mean, that's, that's, there are some it's, afternoon games on there. There's some really nice primetime games. So j- just enjoy it. And what you're getting not only is the national attention, what I really appreciate is the talk in between periods from the analysts about the Dallas Stars which creates a lot of content from podcasts and radio stations and other media outlets across the country talking about the stars. It's uh, no, it's good. And this franchise is in a good spot right now, moving forward. They are um, like, if we were to do a, like Gavin, if we were to go and be like, Hey, we each get to pick, a couple franchises as ones that we would want to like, I don't know, play monopoly with or whatever, where it's like, Hey, this is, this is ones I'm betting on, 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 on the next five, 10, 15 year future for this franchise. Like just, I, I would be hard pressed for us to think that we get past pick five without picking Dallas. And so the stars are there. They have forced themselves into the um, national hockey conversation I feel like they're going to do that more this year with um, coming off last this past season. And I think, I mean, we got to, you can't undersell the potential Jason Robertson impact. I think that's something that's really going to heat up even more. He had a hundred more than a hundred points last year, set a franchise record. He's 
he's an American. He represents, um, he represents kind of what we want to see more and more in this sport of he's not just a white dude. He's, he's a Filipino American. He's, he's someone who is having success. Um, I have a, uh, I don't know if I've told this story on this podcast or not, but I have a, I have a cousin who is, a who, who was born in the Philippines and never really watched much hockey or anything like that. But, uh, he goes, he actually goes to North Texas and, uh, he was someone who, He's never really cared about hockey, but I saw him and my uncle a couple weeks back and he told me they're big Jason Robertson fans because, hey, there's someone like us who we can root for. And that that's like, I think the Jason Robertson impact, um, I, I really think that's going to go a long way for this uh, for this team's popularity, especially if he continues to put up points like he has, because he's got a personality that he's starting to show more and more of, too. Um, it's... Uh, full steam ahead with with Robertson I think yeah there was also some uh, time changes announced too that really caught my eye uh Saturday December 23rd at Nashville now a 1 p.m start that could be an early Gavin Spittle Christmas present (laughs) I want to go to Nashville and uh, the other one if you're thinking ahead for Valentine's if your lady is a massive Dallas Stars fan or for you ladies listening because of Sean, not because of me, but because of Sean's sexy voice. Saturday, February 17th, against the Edmonton Oilers at home, a 2 p.m. start. Those, to me, are two delicious games. So I love the day, I love the day game. Day games I do, great. too. I love the day game. For on, on a, from a, now I love them even more so because I have kids. It's, it's such a great like hey it's a family it becomes a family game it becomes a game where you can get kids out i mean how great is that right like as from a dallas perspective you got a day game the oilers come into downtown on a saturday you can take the kids to go see mcdavid that's yeah. so cool like yeah. that's that's cool uh on a as a more on a more adult perspective i always enjoyed like it's great it's like the it's it's gives you similar to the sunday the Sunday football vibe where you get to go watch the, the one o'clock game. And then you get to kind of just have the nightcap at home and watch the Sunday night football game. And that's what those, like those Saturday day games are always like for me, hockey wise, where you get to you get to go to that game, one o'clock, two o'clock, whatever it is, and go home. You still have the night. You can go out to dinner. You can watch some more hockey, more casually. It's I, I love the day game. I would, I wish teams played more day games because I think it would, I, I truly think it would grow the game. I think it would be, um, I think if the league focused on that a bit more, I think it would be great. I personally am very pro day game. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. In fact, on December 9th, so two great day games, the Golden Knights come to town against the Stars. That's an amazing sports weekend. You have Knights at Stars, and then the next day you have Eagles at Cowboys. What an awesome home weekend for sports fans here in DFW. So you have the Vegas Golden Knights coming for an afternoon game, and then you have the Oilers coming uh, for a home game. So that's uh, that's real special. So that's good. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's absolutely. A nice, that's, a, that's a nice. That's a nice. That's a nice little. Uh, I'm sure around that time, Gavin will be talking. This is a kind of a, a test week between between those two opponents. So. Yeah, we'll be talking why Jason Robertson's better than uh, Connor McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that conversation will come up, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we 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 can only hope.